from MG Digital. This is the Daily Beat for Monday, August 14 with Ifiaya Boa. Over 600 students from Kumasi Technical University are appealing for a reconsideration of the university's decision to defer their programs due to registration challenges. A total of 648 students were unable to complete their course registration, resulting in their exclusion from ongoing end-of-semester exams and potential deferral. Despite admitting their registration lapses, the students are appealing for understanding, citing issues like delayed fee payments and insufficient notice. The university in their response says they extended registration deadlines multiple times, granting students ample opportunities to comply. Joshua Appiah, Acting University Relations Officer, says the first students can return in the next semester without losing their fees and clarified that no permanent deferrals have been enforced. <laughs> Former Secretary to the Dissolved Interministerial Committee on Illegal Mining, Charles Bissu, is determined to see his case through with investigative journalist Anas Aremriao Anas and Special Prosecutor Kisi Ijabing. Bissu says he is inspired by a conversation with a judge wrongly implicated by Anas. He says he wants to ensure innocent public servants are not unfairly targeted. He believes his case can set an example and offer hope to others wrongly accused. Bissu also criticizes Anas's work, stating it has harmed efforts against illegal mining. He has filed applications against the Special Prosecutor's Office, alleging human rights abuses and bias, while seeking a judicial review of investigation processes. Bissu is on trial for alleged corruption-related offenses linked to him in the Anas Aramayao Anas Galamse fraud documentary. <laughs> The majority leader, Oseche Mensabonsu, has criticized the minority leader, Dr. Kaisel Atsoforsen, for demanding the resignation of the Bank of Ghana governor and deputies over alleged financial mismanagement. The minority accuses Dr. Ernest Addison and his team of overseeing a 60 billion Ghana CD loss in 2022 and failing to report activities to parliament. Che Mensabonsu countered that the bank is not legally required to report daily activities to Parliament, emphasizing a balanced discussion rather than partisan divisions. He urged against politicizing Bank of Ghana matters and highlighted that the law mandates reporting foreign exchange receipts only. He also challenged the validity of the allegations, suggesting the minority might be exaggerating or lacking a full understanding of the facts. <laughs> Tensions are escalating in Jakubu in the Amansie Central District of the Ashanti region following the alleged killing of two individuals by the police last Thursday. The circumstances surrounding the deaths of these miners remain unclear. Residents from Afuankon, where the incident occurred, claim that the police detained the two victims on Wednesday night only to discover their lifeless bodies the following day. One of the deceased, identified as Clinton Amwating, was found in possession of a cartridge and Mercury. Residents suspect that the police suspected him of concealing a gun, prompting an interrogation and an attempt to locate the firearm. Residents say a gunshot was heard during the night, leading to suspicions that the police may have discharged their weapons. The situation has intensified tensions with some enraged youth threatening retaliation for what they perceive as the unjust killing of Clinton. <laughs> 
Niger's military junta has declared its intention to prosecute ousted President Mohamed Bazoum for high treason and jeopardizing national security. This underscores the junta's resistance to international pressure, urging the return of power to Bazoum. The deposed president has been confined to his palace's basement since the military coup three weeks ago. Despite challenging conditions, Bazoum's doctor reported he remained in good spirits during a recent visit. The junta's stance appears to be hardening as it announced plans to prosecute Bazoum and his associates, both local and foreign, for high treason and security threats. Specific evidence was not provided. Bazoum, along with his wife and son, is being held captive, prompting concerns about their well-being. General Abdurrahman Chiani, leader of the presidential guards, assumed control after overthrowing Bazoum on July 26. And that will be all for today's episode of The Daily Beat. My name is Afia Yaboa. Catch you next time.